When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in need. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400. The Club 400 podcast is on the air. William is in Club 400 right now drinking a Club 400 lager. I am. I am. It's great to see you, buddy. Great to see you as well. You know, I was just getting into the Danny Rocket song, doing a little dance to it. Does it bother you remotely when you ask somebody that you know to write a theme song for your show and then you see them out in public playing and you're like, hey, Play the uh, Club 400 podcast song, and he forgot the words. That's yeah. When we when we saw Eddie Vedder uh, out in spring uh, spring training, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me that these guys can't remember their own. Like There's Eddie, no Eddie had song. Eddie had to have someone hold up a cell phone. Yeah, with words. To his song. It must be some kind of app or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and he was reading. He was well, dude. What I will even, I, I don't want to rip on Eddie because I love Eddie. I love Pearl Jam. Especially after our week with them earlier this year, but uh, what the hell was I just going to say, William? About the words to the song, Eddie. Oh, don't yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. I, that gummy hasn't even kicked in yet. That's yeah. the scary thing. But uh, <laughs> so Eddie needed the words to all the way. Really? Yeah. I was like, how does he not know the words to all the way? Wow, that's amazing. But you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, um, one of my previous podcast shows. I had Jimmy and Justin write our song. They have no idea. They don't even remember doing it. That's terrible. I'll tell you, well, tell you what. That's I've talent. asked Jimmy and Justin to do our beer. Jim and Justin, guys, Modern Day Romeo, Chicago's number one party band. Jim and Justin have been a part of Club 400 since day one. They've played almost every event here. Great friends of Club 400. Except yeah. for the fact. I, well, I asked them two different things. And they have not gotten back to me delivered. on either one of them. They haven't delivered yet. I want a Club 400 Lager song. Yeah. Right? Not tough for them. And I offered to give them money. Sponsor. I want Club 400 beer to be sponsored. You know, sponsor events. Modern Day Romeos. Yeah, their events. Yeah. Why not? Right? Right. Uh, Chris Lake Brewery also, obviously, a local Field beer. Baby. Keep it local. Drink local. Think local. Right, William? Exactly. And I'll tell you what. You're Club drinking a cold one right now. Ballpark Lager. Is a beer for all nights. Take me out to the ball Take game. Me out. This crisp, it's a beer for fourteen innings this year too. Perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness, so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club Four Hundred, Cubs fans helping Cub fans. This baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois, or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly. That's one we need to go back to. Uh, 
when we did an episode on the Club for Hunt Lager, we had Ryan Clooney come here. Mm-hmm. We had to record it twice because we screwed up the first time, remember? We did, yeah. But that just, that's only t- two times the, he's been here for kind of long. Those are the good old days when we had the organist as our producer. Now we don't screw uh, up. Yeah. I mean, thank God you bought well, this beautiful flawless. piece of equipment here. <laughs> Because, you know. It's flawless. I don't know if you know, Johnny lives not far from me. He lives I know, down the street. Right. He yeah. asked me to go out for uh, my has, favorite wing place, guys. Tip of the week. Do you have, did you do too? my tip of the week thing? I did, yeah. Okay, that's tip of the week. I'm going to give you a chicken wing tip this week. You just got to give me a second because I wasn't ready for it. Well, that's, but. I'm trying to, you're supposed to be the producer. Uh, you're supposed to be my guy here, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's okay. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. Baseball. That's, That's not the right not one. it. Oh, you know All why? Because right. it's on page two. Okay. Hold on. Because we've never even played this before. I don't know who recorded it. I know. Hold on. Page two. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three. Okay. Here is the Club 400 tip of the week. That's the great Andy Garcia. I love it. Tip of the week. Tip of the if week. anybody knows me, they know I love beer and chicken wings. In fact, that's how I got this physique. Was the Club 400 Lager and Chicken Wing Diet. Diet, yeah. Worked I like gotta, a champion. Gotta get on it. Now, I've gone to Wing Fest in Chicago numerous times. Now, Eddie, my favorite, has my favorite wing in Chicago, no doubt. Output. Go check them out. They got two locations. Google them. Say hi to Eddie when you're in there and have him buy you a shot, because right. he will. And take a picture on the Club 400 sign. Yeah, exactly, and send it to us. Yeah. We support those guys. They need it now more than anything. All the restaurants we'll do. Post it on the Facebook. But as far as a chain that has good chicken wings, and we have one out here pretty close to my house, Wings, wings and, and rings. rings. Check them out. Best wings for a chain yeah, this- that's out there. Best wings this side of the Mississippi River. Always order your wings Extra crispy. Extra crispy. I like the flats. What do you like better? I like the flats. You like the flats too? Yeah, I just don't like them as hot as you. You're like nuclear. Yeah, hot. I like I'm that a little bit. I've been cutting I'm back on the heat middle. a little bit. Yeah, I've been cutting good. back on the heat. Yeah, the heat doesn't do well with. But there is a wings and rings close to the south side. Uh, oh, White good Sox. Good to know. Good to so know. there's one there. I think that's the only two in Mighty White Chicago area. Nope, there's one in Naperville too. Check them out. All right. Uh, so anyways, I wanted to talk. What do we, we, what do we got on the docket tonight, Stu? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we got a lot of stuff. Uh, right before about. we talk about my birthday, I had a wonderful birthday. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but slightly a couple days before, Jimmy the bartender called me up and told me that he was going to take Dorothy out to lunch, which I, of course, asked you if you could make it, and you couldn't. But you sent me with your healthy uh, your, your recorder, and uh, we pretty much taped the whole afternoon lunch yeah and there's a quick backstory i want to just tell to this when you and i i was working on you for about a year to try to do a podcast and i was bringing with it dorothy no no just in oh. general oh yeah right and you know it took that long because we really wanted to come up with a format what we we're going to do and decided to make it about the fans not about like what's happening in the game at this time or whatever because other other people own that market you know and we wanted to do something different and so we talked about doing it about fans and interviewing fans and all that. And we were totally honored to have uh, one of the long-standing season ticket holders, Carol Haddon, as yep, our first Which guest. I saw her for the first time. Yeah, we'll talk great. about that later. It was so, so great to see her. But, um, but I said to you from the get-go, like, here's what I'm thinking. We got to do a show with Dorothy Farrell. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She's slowing down. You know, she's, what, 92? She's 94. Four. Yeah. 
we were at her birthday. Yeah. And uh, that was my fo- first social distancing birthday party. Yeah. That was awesome. It was so great. But, but, and, and, and you know what? Part of the uh, reason for us going uh, to see Dorothy was because Jägermeister sent her a birthday gift. Right. And we wanted to get this birthday gift to her. And uh, what it was, it was, and we'll post pictures on the Club 400 podcast page. There's a great one of I me mean, and Dorothy. I'll definitely got, I think I posted it. You must, you've probably seen it already, but with Dorothy with this jacket on. So we got Dorothy her jacket, and we had a marvelous time. And William, we that got, only means you got to get to work now I cutting got, this thing together. And it's going to take a little bit because it's going to be good. It will be our best show. The show is going to be a tribute to Dorothy. Yeah. And you know what? And you, we got to do it right. There's only one way to do that one, and that's right. Exactly. So we're going to bring on friends and family of, of Dorothy. We'll tell some funny stories. And the episode will be called Dorothy because she gets her own episode for Club 400 right. Podcast for sure. Looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Right. So, yeah, you got to put it together, William. And uh, it's something that we're going to work on behind the scenes. And uh, when we get to where we want it, we're going to release it. And it's going to be awesome. And you can hear Dorothy. We got her singing, Take Me Out to the Ball Game on there. Well, now, don't give away. Oh, okay, that, that, that's all right. about all I'll say. All right. So. You're going to give the plot of the movie away. You know, for but, careful. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, it was a, I'll tell you what. Um, Dorothy, you know, is undergoing um, some health issues. Uh, mainly her, her memory is terrible. Um, and, uh, but the three hours I spent with her were three hours I'll never regret. It was such a awesome time. I'm so glad Jimmy invited me and we, I brought Lauren with and my mom and we just went to this, uh, small little bar across the street and had some pizza, man. And Dorothy's got an appetite. She probably ate about four or five pieces. So nice. she's doing good. Yeah. She's, good. So that's a good thing. So anyways, moving on. Dude, I had a great uh, birthday. It was unbelievable. A surprise birthday. Yeah, now, did you know? That's what everyone wanted to know. Well, I'll tell you We what. think somebody tipped their hand. I mean, let's put it this way. I was going to plan a rooftop party on, this partic- on that particular yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't blow it, did I? No, and uh, Lisa just said, don't plan it on that day. So I I'm like, made, oh, something might be going on. I made her call you because I didn't want to blow it. Because you were talking to them about having a party that night. And I'm like, no, 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 let's pick a different night. And then I'm like, you should probably call Lisa just to make sure you yeah. do it because you were going to throw money down on it. Like, so, so, yeah, basically that keyed me off, but it's not something I thought about everything. You know, I'm not worried about that kind of thing. That was a little three weeks before. Um, but I've been, I don't know, I've talked about it in earlier episodes. I go to this cryo place right. and I do cryotherapy, Windy City Cryo. Shout out to those guys. Been going there every day, pretty much. Uh, Cryo's pretty awesome. If you never try it, I highly recommend it. Uh, I feel great. I feel awesome. I feel like I could play a baseball game. We'll talk about that in a minute, though. Um, so yeah. Um, what you're, so anyways, at that cryo place, the masseuse there. Which, by the way, dude, I got a masseuse by a man. I know you told me. I did, and you know what? I liked it. Don't, no. I didn't. I told him this uh, was my first time with a man. I did. Man. I said this is my first masseuse with a with man. A man. Wait, did you say this is my first masseuse with a man, or this is my first? This time? is my first massage from a man. Yeah. Okay, you didn't so say this I will say man. this. Yeah. Overall, it was a great massage. Guy was great. Uh but I didn't know if I the hairy arms rubbing against my you know back in certain moments just didn't seem right. I don't know. And you know, I'm not like that. You know, obviously, I don't care. But it's just like. You know, it's a little different when, you know, man's rubbing on you, you know? I mean, 
Williams was like, <laughs> I just want to see how you're going to wrap this up. I, exactly. So anyway, so it's your birthday. <laughs> so no, uh, I happened to go in there on a Friday and I had the massage like a week before. And he's like, oh, you know, we're talking about Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. And he's, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm not doing. Oh, he's like, oh, I heard you're going to Breakers on Sunday. I'm like, oh, oh, oh boy. So he kind of let the cat out of the bag. I knew something was kind of going always on. always someone. Lauren's saying little things here and there. But anyways, uh, a surprise party at Breakers, uh, which I got to say thanks to Patty for putting that together. Uh, I know Shout she was, out she, to Patty. She was a ringleader of that whole thing. And um, so, yeah, Jason Weisenberger owns Breakers Restaurant in Crystal Lake, Illinois. And we had it on his patio. And we had Danny Rocket there playing uh, some music. Uh, I gave a speech. You know, it's just, you know what, at the end of the day, like I said, screw that, it was my birthday. But just getting everybody at the, you know, getting everybody, getting the gang back together, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a nice night. We were worried about the weather. It was a little windy, but it overall it was a nice night. And, of course, the margaritas were flowing. And I want to say thank you to a lot of people who donated to this party because uh, there's a lot of people that pitched in, and the, it was free booze when you were there, pretty much, you know, free food and free booze. So, and that was because of everybody pitched in, and um, it was a really special birthday. I didn't deserve. I'd say everybody really should get a, another birthday this year because everybody pretty much got screwed, you know, unless you were born in January or February. But uh, I, I almost felt like guilty for having too much fun on my birthday. And yeah. William. You, you brought your wife, Mia, and that was awesome. And then Mia got tired, and I'm like, that's it for William. He's not coming back. Well, about an hour later, I look across the bar, and he's like, I'm here, buddy. I'm here for you. And thank God, because actually you were, because you drove my ass home. I delivered you. <laughs> and William. Again. And what happened? I got myself you in got my in own house first, on my own birthday. Yeah, first time in 2020. <laughs> I don't know. But I'll tell you it's what, good stuff. It was unbelievable. It was just great to see everybody. It really was. It's you know, I felt like for a second we were, you know, I saw. Let's put it this way, I saw I saw a sunshine in the distance, and uh, I think sooner or later we're going to get to where we need to be, and we all can be together without masks and without the worry of COVID, and and enjoy life like we used to. You know. Yeah, I can't wait. That's the goal, right? It'll be good time. And you know what? Everybody asked me what. You know, what are you going to do next year? I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to let the situation play itself out. But if if we can, you know, we're going to come out two times harder, man, than normal. Mm-hmm. If you think we're going to sit back and do nothing or, like, just no. When, it, when, I, when it's safe, we're going to throw – we're going to get back in the charity game, and we're going to bring some big names here. I'm 100% confident. So uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to work extra hard next year. Okay. I'm ready too, and I'm sure everybody listening is ready to have a chance oh, to come to one should, of the you know, Club 400 events. I mean, it's just going to be nice that one point when, when we go to a concert again. You know, yeah, I'm a big music guy, and one thing I miss more than anything is music. I really do live music. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be like you know a major act. Just going to in a bar, and like I did sneak to Nashville over COVID and saw a couple bands play, and it was awesome. For that most part, that was it. So, but uh, anyways, William, what are you doing over there? He's got his mind on other things. I do not. No, no. So, this uh, episode is being recorded on a Thursday, and we have something big this weekend. William, what you're a part of, buddy? 
I am a part of it. It is the first annual Club 400 Fantasy League baseball Isn't game. Isn't it Club 400 Tovar snow removal? Yes. Fantasy baseball game. I want to th- thank our friends at uh, Eric Hartman over there at Tovar snow removal. That was for you, buddy. Eric. I want to thank William Long time for taking care of us. First time calling. For getting us the field. Yes. It's not what you know, everybody. It's who you know. Yeah, it's who you know. Yeah, it's who you so, know. So Hartman had like was trying to get this field for three weeks. That was a phone call. One phone call William makes. Yeah. Get got it done. Next thing you know, Lock I got a contract up. and we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Lock it up. But no, we have uh twenty five guys coming from all places to play one baseball game, nine innings, uh, in Huntley. And uh it's gonna be awesome. And it's all guys that have played with each other before. In the Randy Hilling Fantasy Camp, most uh, notably last year, in the January before the uh, virus hit. And, uh, yeah, this was something that I wasn't really going to be a part of. And then Eric got involved into it. And then the thing kind of switched. Uh, they were talking about playing in Chicago, actually. And then, uh, you know, they, we decided to put Club 400 behind it. And I'm really proud to be able to do it, you guys. Really, I am. I mean, to do this baseball game, it's something that we couldn't publicize. Uh, because of COVID. Because of the numbers. Yeah. yeah, because of numbers. You can't have a lot of people anywhere. But. Yeah. So, we, you know, we have to stay under a certain number. So it's not nothing that we, we can push. I haven't really put anything out there. I mean, we talked about it on the last podcast, but really that's about In fact, I got a, a phone call today. Someone said, I heard you're having a party this weekend, and we're wondering why we're not invited. You know, And I'm like, really? And did we say something bad or something? You know, everybody's like, that's no, weird. like, what are you Strange. talking about? And she's like, Strange. oh, are you having a party? I go, yeah, I actually am, you know. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's a, a private party private for the baseball party. game. So, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. So she's like, can we crash it? And I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. This is a private party. With, yeah, all these gotta, people know each other. That's the thing. Yeah, they all know each other, and they're bringing their families, and we do have to pay attention to the virus. It's still there. It's not gone anywhere. Nothing's changed with that. So, so you have to be safe. One of my favorite parts of the game that I get to be a part of is we're having – Walk-up songs. So here's one. and Oh, yeah. So here, here, so we, here's the thing. We decided to take a, you know, well, first of all, William, you're going to be the PA announcer. Right. And guess we're having Wayne Mesmer come out, do the introductions and the national anthem. How cool is that? I think it's cool I get to work with Wayne. Oh, yeah. And Wayne's obviously uh, the best, man. And, uh, and yeah, he's been working for Tovar here and there, and he uh, – Offer to come out and do this for us, so it's good. that's gonna be special in itself, you know. And uh, so, anyways, uh, we're all doing walk-up songs, okay? And uh, this is my walk-up song. All right, cut it right there, William. All right, that's my walk-up song. The first person that PMs me through Facebook right now, the first yeah, person. the first person. We'll get a six-pack of Club 400 lager on yours truly, all right? If you can name the band a, The band and the, and the song, song yeah. yeah. Yep. So we did not, you didn't hear any lyrics. You're not supposed to. Uh, and that's what we call a Club 400 podcast contest. Exactly. Well, we I, haven't had I, many of those. No, we haven't, but that was fun. And if you want me to meet you at Crystal Lake Brewery and we can drink all six of those, I'd be up for that. I know? am all over that. So, uh, so yeah, so the game... Um, we're doing it right, man. We're doing it right. Let me tell you what we're doing. So we're gonna play the game. We're gonna play a nine inning game. You're gonna be the PA guy. You're gonna be playing. You're gonna be the one behind the scenes running the music. Hopefully, doing an interview with me, hitting a walk off home run or the something. Walk off, you know? yeah. 
And you're going to be a big part of it, William. And then uh, we're going to come back to Club 400. And um, our friends at Beaners are going to cater to this place. And we're going to have a, a nice little party, you know, with the campers. And then the following day, we're going to head up to our good friend Aiden in the rooftop. Ridley View Rooftop, which we've talked about in the past. There's 23 of us going up there, including your brother. Yeah, coming in from the great state of Minnesota. And who are we playing? The Minnesota Twins. Unbelievable. It's going to be an epic game with an epic crowd. Yeah, and then, um, I'm thinking that uh, it's going to be the last regular season game at Wrigley Field, but the Cubs looked like, well, they're going to get a bye if they win the division. So Right, exactly. So they won't play at Wrigley again. Because uh, they'll be heading in the bubble, right? No. Which we need to talk about think, the bubble. Yeah, right before we – well, yeah, we can. The first series of the playoffs is at your home park. So the Cubs will get three playoff games if they win the division. No, I think it's five. No, it's the first round is out of three. Yeah, but isn't that just the wild card teams? Yeah, I think that's just the – yeah, right. And the maybe one of the division winners or something. I don't something know. Something like that. Anyway, there's there's – That's why we need to have Crowley on to fucking tell us what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So there's there's a, a, th- a game, series best of three, and then there's a best of five. Right, right. And, and then, then there's, there's a best there's of seven. National League Championship, yeah. and then the World Series. Right, exactly. And the last three series, so the the best of five, best of seven, and World Series are all in Texas and San Diego, I believe. Yeah. So. I was talking to good old John Hendricks, father of Kyle, about the situations. Because the, the families look like they might be able to go to the games. So, uh uh, oh, I don't, and I was asking him if you go in the bubble, do you have to stay in the bubble? How's that work? And he didn't really know, he but know but yeah. I mean, he, he he was all for no, going did, out did there. Did you ask him if he could adapt you for? I know exactly. Well, I thought about it. I thought about asking him. But that would be cool if families could go, especially. Yeah, I mean, shit. What a buzzkill that would be. I mean, that, those stadiums are built for what forty thousand people, and if you're just putting a couple hundred in there, spaced out, what's the big right. deal? You know, right? So, oh, they they should. It'd be awesome. But yeah, so. uh but, yeah, the Cubs, man, they've been rolling lately. And what do we have to talk about? We have a no-hitter to talk about. Holy where were you, where were you when you found out there was a no-hitter being pitched? I was actually – it was on a Sunday night, right? It was, uh, it was opening day of football, obviously. Yeah, it was yeah. the opening day of football. So I was at my house watching said football from, you know, about 10 in the morning on. And I'll be honest with you, if it wasn't for Facebook and those PM groups, I'm in one of those, you know, private message groups. All of a sudden, I got a few things like, hey, if you're not watching the Cubs game, turn it on. And I'm like, why? They're up 10 nothing. You know? Yeah. I thought nothing of it. And then yeah. I went over there and checked it, and I'm like, oh, goose egg. And it's like the seventh inning. We were at our good friend Joe Rods at an outdoor barbecue, uh, which was primarily based around the, the Bears' opening day game. And we all were following what the Cubs were doing. In fact, we watched when the Bears got to halftime, we turned it to the Cubs. But all we were really concentrating on was the score, and there because the Cubs were winning big pretty much that whole game, and then like oh it's eight to nothing up oh, now it's ten nothing, and then the Bears ended miraculous come from behind win that they didn't deserve whatsoever. Uh, they probably were better off losing the game because yeah, now we got to watch more Trubisky. Didn't the Lions? Guy I'm not a Trubisky guy. Well, are you a Trubisky guy? No. Didn't the Lions guy drop one in the end zone to oh, win the game? At the I'm end? telling you what, Lisa could have caught it. Yeah. No offense to Lisa or my wife or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? My Lord could have caught it. Yeah, I mean, anybody, no, that, was, that was just a yeah. pure flub. No, I do not like Trubisky. I, you know, I wish the kid well, but I just, you know, they made a bad pick. Oh, it they was made bad. A, an epically bad pick. And, like, for the first three quarters of football, it was classic old. It was the Bears that we've seen. 
you know. Right. And like even their comeback, you know, they won. All credit to them, you know. Winning a football game is not easy, no matter who you play. But uh, I'm not going out and get my playoff tickets yet. No, no. And I, I'm just saying, like Nick Foles, you paid him what twenty million dollars. Now you're not even playing him. I don't know what they're doing over there, but right. so, anyways, no hitter. So I basically turned down the Cubs game, and I was just looking at the box. The box score came on, and I said, "Holy shit! There's no hitter." This was like the seventh inning with two outs, I think, and then all of a sudden, boom, they got an out. So I was like, "Oh, we're going in the eighth with no hitter." So I kind of got invested in it pretty much in the seven two thirds part from that point on, and man, I'll tell you what. His ball was moving. Like, his pitches were darting in and out, and he had a lot of movement. That's what I noticed more than anything, and he had really great command. So the the big debate the next day was, you know, there was a no-hitter earlier this year in Chicago, uh, Giolito for the Sox. Yeah. And for some reason, I was I don't know if maybe they were playing Minnesota. I don't know, but I watched that game, and everybody was talking about whose no-hitter was better. I mean – Come on. A, a no-hitter is a no-hitter is a no-hitter, exactly. right? Except I will say this. I didn't see. The I mean, the best pitch game ever was a one-hitter by Kerry Wood. Right. <laughs> I don't. I didn't see the whole Mills performance, but at the end of the game, he was stronger than than uh, uh, Giolito. It didn't seem like Mills was – there was even a chance they were going to get a hit. And, and, and kudos to him, man. Dominating. Kudos to him. He's no matter what. A part of Cubs history, right. and you know he he was he, he was a walk on, you know, yeah, in, long, in Tennessee, in Martin, Tennessee, he was a walk on. Big uphill uh, climb for him. So yeah, yeah and you know what? Fun. Sky's the limit, right? You know, I mean, the, the how books, happy you think his family is? I mean, that's just so cool. Think about his confidence Story, too. Yeah. He just threw it like, dude, like one of the best pitchers I've watched the last four or five years is Kyle Hendricks, and you know he's the type of guy you think would have a no under no hitter but he that, that tells you how hard it is to get one oh, you know yeah. no doubt i mean it. i know kyle's had a couple one hitters i believe but yeah. uh but hell man like i you would need, think he, i think kyle would have a no hitter before anybody well you know? yeah you gotta spot he that's why because you gotta be able to spot your pitches you know be throwing them exactly where you're aiming which and when, Ky- and when kyle lot. when kyle misses they usually hit him out of the park yeah you know, and he does, he does he does he he's usually on though uh a lot of every game and um, but then you need luck too. Right. You know, there's always the luck component. I mean, the, the way these guys talk about how they break down hitting and stuff, people are missing by you know a tenth of an inch from it's a pop up to the third baseman versus a second deck home run. You know, I mean, so you got to throw a good pitch in the right spot. The batter's got to be looking for not that pitch right. in that spot, and and you got to have your defense behind you exactly. making the plays. I mean, right. there was that one. A uh, uh, slow roller to third. Um, that it was a bing bang play, and he was out on the replay. But boy, it was like a sliver of him being. That's no. That, and we don't even talk about no hitter, but exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Good for him. That's yeah, and Alan, kind of a funny story was so. You know, one thing that no one's been doing uh, is been signing autographs this whole entire year. Right. Yeah. Well, our friends at the CSAC. By the way, go check them out. They just have a brand new website, and it's awesome. Um, it's starting to move a little bit right now. There's been a couple signings out there, but most of them are private signings, so you got to send your stuff in. Uh, but they're starting to do more. But Alec Mills uh, was one that they booked. And then, uh, so at the time, they only, like, from what I heard in the background, they had, like, five or six sales. Well, then he threw the no-hitter, and they sold, like, 70 or 80 in that, oh, yeah. in that night. 
But now they're, they want more money for the autographs. Of course they do. Kind of bullshit. Well, they can get it. So I mean, yeah. Not? So yeah, I agree uh, with you, but that's that's the way that game goes. Yeah. And if you go back in the history of the Club 400 podcast, you can learn all about autographs. Yes. And that's one thing that no one's getting this year's autographs. The graffer so. show. The auto, uh, memorabilia. Uh, I mean, the Cubs are actually selling memorabilia from games right now in there. They have an auction page. Uh, Cubs Authentics, and every week they they do an auction, and they have different items: uh, baseball bats, jerseys, pants, helmets, whatever. And I, so, if you're ever looking to purchase anything, um, all that stuff is MLB authenticated, and all that stuff is pretty damn awesome. But also, that stuff goes for a lot of money, you know. So, right. So, but no, Alec Mills. Congratulations to him. Sixteenth uh, or seventeenth no hitter in Chicago Cubs baseball. You're definitely going to go down in history. And let's see if this guy can, you know, because next year we got Lester gone. He's not going to be with the Cubs anymore. And we're gonna, who else is going to be gone? There's going to be um, Quintana will not be pitching for the Cubs next year. So we're going to have a couple holes to fill. Um, Alec Mills hopefully will be one of those rotation slots we can count on. Yeah, so. I hope so. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oklahoma, here I come. Oh, so we're working on the Oklahoma trip. And I want to announce the dates, but... We're working out a few details, but it'll be sooner rather than later. It will revolve around a Cubs game, a playoff game, first round. That's all I'm going to tell you. In Oklahoma, we're just trying to work out some logistics. We're going to bring in the Club 400 lager down there, many cases of it. We're going to have a uh, Cubs watch party down there, and we're going to do a show, a live show from there. And you know what? The OKC party, I mean, the people down there have been amazing to Club 400. I can't tell you what they've done for us. And uh, whenever we do anything with the Razzes or whatever else, it's like, oh, my gosh, i got to ship this to Oklahoma now. And yeah. I gotta, but, yeah. man, we, I was like, I love it because, like. They're it, donating a lot of money to the cause. Unbelievable people, people out there. Yeah. So, really good uh, people. And we're, we're coming down there to show you that we love you, man. And, uh, you know, a lot of people want me to ship them beer. You know, to ship them you beer. You and you're not really illegally allowed to ship beer unless you lie about it. Problem is, it's just so damn expensive. I mean, the, our right. beer is not cheap, anyways. And then to mail that, yeah, the shipping, and, and, and to mail it correctly right. uh, with a lot of packing, uh, it's just there's a lot of people I wish I could have shipped beer, but it was also been a, a big job too to ship tons of beer out. Right. So we should. So start, I figure I'd rather just drive it down there. We should you know? start a beer shipping company. I, we should, we need to get this stuff nationwide. That's what we need. Yeah, to do. that's what we got to do. Get so we need to work on that. Well, you know, we're gonna push Club 400 Lager all throughout Wrigleyville this year until the pandemic hit so that can wait till next year because i do want it in some major bars down there yeah that will be fun 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 till daddy takes the t-bird away what else do we got we're running out of time here what so are, okay see we're, we're gonna we're, coming. we're, we're, we're coming. coming we're coming i told the west Stay tuned. um get tell them to get Stay ready tuned, west. We're i don't coming. care if we have 30 people out there i don't care if we have 10 people out there but we're going to have a little party. We're going to watch a Cubs playoff game yeah. in 2020. And it's too bad our friend Bethers from down there moved up here. she up here now? I think so. Yeah. Bethers, she's awesome. Bethers Johnson, hey, 
We need to do that once in a while. Stash. Give a shout out. Yeah. Got their stash. And I want to give a shout out to John Evans and the Evans family out in Indiana. Uh-huh. I haven't seen them, those guys, throughout the pandemic. Great Cub fans, great people. They have their own awesome basement, so I know they're in a good place when they need to be. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we'll see them sometime soon at a Club 400 event. Hopefully, maybe even a Christmas party. Right? That'd be great. Any more? Thoughts? Crickets? <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> wow, we're not we're not super sharp with the buttons tonight. Here are tonight's special shout outs. Uh, Wes Jamison. I'll give a shout Wes, out to him, too. Bethers. Be- yeah, we got Bethers, John Evans, and Wes. Because Wes, without Wes, we're not going to Oklahoma. Without Wes, we don't have all these great Cub fans in our group. So, right. Uh, we're going to get Wes on uh, when we're going to talk like specifics and stuff. So, perfect. But I told him to start getting pre orders for the, the beer. We can deliver them in six packs or cases or whatever. So, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe we can Thanks. even do something. Like an outdoor event somewhere and have like a tailgate party. What about kegs? Uh, too hard to transport. True. Got to keep them cold the whole entire time. Yeah, you don't want them shaking either in your truck. But Cub fans, no. You, you know what, guys? It's been a rough year on all of us. We've had the podcast has had to change as the times have changed. Uh, but, man, you know what? We're pretty damn lucky that we have got to see a little bit of baseball this year. And now we're pretty lucky that the Cubs have done good enough to put themselves in a place to uh, win their division and hopefully make a carry uh, to the World Series uh, against the White Sox in Texas because the White Sox are kicking ass right now. I love how we've been recording with Cubs games on in the background. It always makes it more fun, That along with the you know the beer and exactly. whatever else we eat. <laughs> but, uh, but I got to say, I just looked up at the TV. I saw the sweet swinging Chris Bryant batting a cool 204. Uh oh my gosh, man! Chris Bryant. Chris I mean, they're all they're all not hitting. Ever that well. since he decided not to come to Club Four Hundred because he was going to focus on hitting, he hasn't hit. Uh yeah. Fact. It's going to be interesting. Hashtag fact. I tell you what, that's going to be interesting to see what happens with Chris Bryant. Right. Well, I mean, I, you got to sign uh, Baez. You can't let him walk away because no. you want let him walk away. Then you might as well just let you everybody sign walk Rizzo away. too. Only, even though he's only batting two eighteen, but. Yeah, but Rizzo's, Rizzo's the, uh, he's a captain. He's you know. a captain. He's got to stay a Cub. Right. It would just be not right if he left the Cubs. Exactly. So just make it work. And, uh, you know, Rizzo, what he's done for Chicago and everything, too, it's like he's part of Chicago no matter what. But I just think yeah, he's one of those guys that, you know, you keep him special with one team, you know. All right, what else we got here? All right, I think that's it, William, because, you know, what William says, what else we got here, buddy? What else we got here? No, I'm just I know saying, he's done. I know he's no, done. because you always complain. He only had one freaking beer. It's not like we, we poured. Sometimes we stopped and, you know, cut it back in. No, I was not. We didn't do that tonight. I was not trying to rush. It's just you complain when the show goes way too long. No one's going to listen, you know, so I'm just trying to keep right. it at a good, you know. Well, we love you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, and... I can't wait till we'll talk about playoff baseball. And Next time we talk, we'll talk about playoff baseball. And we're going to leave you with another walk-off tune. Nice. One of the players. War Machine.
Yeah.